What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Dinosaur Day, Tony. What's your favorite dinosaur? I'm Tony Kornheiser. It's the UB Brontosaurus. And that's funny, and UB will laugh at that. That's funny. He will. But you know what? You know what? You should call UB, who you've known forever. 50 years. Close to yeah. it, right? Close to 50? Yeah. yeah. You, you should call yeah, UB sure. and just say, I take these shots. I'm sitting up in my attic. I don't even come to the arena when you're sitting around with the rest of the guys like I used to. Forgive me. You should make that call. You're right. I'm going to call later. I am. Welcome to PTI, <laughs> boys and girls. In today's episode, the NBA Draft Lottery, Tiger Woods' chances at the PGA Championship, and Tim Legler joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with tonight's game one between Boston and Miami. Miami coach Eric Spolster has called this a throwback series because of the aggressive defense both teams play. Wilbon, how would you describe this series and what do you expect? So I'm not sure what to expect yet. I mean, there's a lot of terrific players and great coaching in this series, and there figures to be stout defense. And you know I'm fine with that. I don't need to see 152, 128. As a matter of fact, I don't want to see that. And I think, though, there's an interesting dynamic because the Celtics have Jason Tatum, who's emerging as a, a star, and along with Luka Doncic in these playoffs, maybe a transcendent star, maybe. And you got Jalen Brown, who's also a star. But on the other side, you have Jimmy Butler, who is not seen that way. He's not framed in that discussion that way, yet he's the guy who has stared down LeBron James pretty close to a 500 record over his whole career. Jimmy Butler's done that. Jimmy Butler's led his team to a finals. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown haven't done that yet. So I, I, I'm right. expecting Jimmy Butler to have a chip on his shoulder. That's how Jimmy's operated his whole career. You, you, you think he's a role player? You think he's a guy who's just going to be a defensive star? No. Jimmy Butler's a big-time clutch star in this league in the playoffs. And I can't wait to see how that back-and-forth develops. That's just sort of the theme I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'll tell you what I expect tonight. I expect Miami to win. And if Miami doesn't win tonight, I think they're in trouble because I think the Boston Celtics are exhausted, and I know they're hurting, right? Marcus Smart may very well play, but he's banged up. Robert yeah. Williams is going to play, but he missed the last three games. And Al Horford was sucking wind in game seven. Miami is at home. They should win. For me, Mike, and I said this yesterday, I'll, I'll say it again. The Milwaukee-Boston series was by far the best series of the playoffs so far. Um, as, as we've heard in the past, both teams played hard, my man. Both teams played hard. And I think yeah. this series is going to depend on what Boston has left and when they can summon it. You know, because what they did in game six at Milwaukee, that's as good a playoff game as we've ever seen. That's yeah, an incredible yeah. effort. If yeah. Jason Tatum can do that a couple of more times, he's one of the top three players in the world. So how much can they summon and when? Yeah, and Tony, again, you went back to Jason Tatum. That's, that's my very point. So how great is Jason Tatum going to be? I mean, the re- this round of the playoffs, and, you know, we'll get to the West and we'll deal with that because they open tomorrow. But did Doncic and Tatum. Like, how great are they? Are they ready to sort of try to take the baton, if you will, 
from LeBron and Kevin Durant. Maybe that's an overstatement. Maybe they're not there yet. Maybe they are. But I think we start to see that when you get to the conference finals. I mean, you really, 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 really see what future great players are made of. While the best teams are still competing for the title, many of the also-rans will be hoping to land the top pick in tonight's draft lottery. Rockets, Magic, Pistons, they all have the best odds of winning the number one selection, but the chance for each of those teams is just 14%. And the player that tonight's winner is most likely to pick appears in some quarters to be Gonzaga seven-footer Chet Holmgren. Tone, do you see Holmgren? as a no-brainer at number one? No. No, not a no-brainer. Not a, No. He's not LeBron James. He's not Akeem Olajuwon. He's not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No. I, I, he weighs 195 pounds, Mike. Yeah. You weigh more than 195 pounds. Pre-COVID, I weighed 195 yeah. pounds. Yeah. And we're Eight not being asked to do morning. these things. Look, he has a lot of skills. Okay, he can dribble the ball well, he can shoot the ball well, and he blocks shots well. But everything he's accomplished so far has been against children, basically. Now, wait till the Morris twins get a look at this guy. <laughs> wait till Antetokounmpo gets a look at this guy, or Joel Embiid, or Bam Adebayo, who weighs 195. Mike, in the, in the weather forecasting business, there's a boom prediction and a bust prediction on a big snowstorm that's coming. Maybe the boom for this kid is Kareem. Maybe it is. But the bust is Nerland's Noel, who still weighs about 150 pounds. Tone, I am not, am I not going to disagree with you. I agree with that down the line. Look, I mean, I, I would watch Gonzaga just to watch him. I, I, I got a team that's not in the lottery, but would, would, would I, if I was drafted for the Chicago Bulls and he was there, would I like to have Chet Holmgren on the team next year? Hell yeah. But Lockett number one, that means he's going to justify being the first player chosen overall down the line 10, 12, 15 years from now, and we look back, no, I don't see that. I'm not taking him above the kid on Duke Bancaro. I'm not. And there might be a couple of other kids, the, 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 the kid from, from, from Auburn. There are several players in this draft which, to me, form a nice ensemble at the top. I mean, it's deeper yeah. than it is top-heavy. You know, I mean, it, it, you might go, you might get a really nice player at 15 or 18 or 20. But I don't know that Holmgren, a lock at number one for me, like you. Let, let me just no. say this. No, let me just say this. At 195, even at 215, even at 225, if you're going to play inside because you're a shot blocker, you're not Kevin Durant playing out on a perimeter. You're a shot blocker. When Antetokounmpo lowers his shoulder and plows into you, 195 is not keeping him out. 225 no. is not keeping him out. No. The kid's got to be bigger. Let's shift gears completely and let's go to golf. Let's go to the biggest star in all of golf after all these years, Tiger Woods. Tiger will play in the PGA at Southern Hills this week. Wilbon, you didn't think Tiger would play in the Masters. He did. No. He had one great day on Thursday. How are you feeling about Tiger's chances ahead of the PGA versus how you were feeling ahead of the Masters? All right. Now let, let, let me just state very plainly here that for me, when Tiger teases up, I stop whatever I'm doing. Whatever else I was going to do, that, that comes in second place because I'm going to watch Tiger Woods all of his career. That's what I'm going to do, and this is no exception. And I'm ex especially excited because, you know, months ago we didn't think Tiger would be playing maybe at all. He acted as if he didn't think he could play at all. What do I think of his chances? Nothing. I think nothing of his chances, the same as I thought of his chances at the Masters. I'm glad he played. I didn't think he would play. I was tr just tremendously thrilled to see him out there. I will be that again at the PGA. But, Tony... The chances to do what? To win? Did, didn't we learn anything from the NBA season with Kevin Durant and injuries 
and the Brooklyn Nets. You don't just walk off the street in professional sports because of your past greatness, even your incredible reliability over decades. You don't walk off the street and yeah. compete against the top pros in that thing at that time and win. So I think nothing of his chances at Southern Hills. So let me just say that, you know, I was hoping to see Tiger and Phil in the PGA. And four months ago, if you told me one of them was going to miss, I would have said, well, Tiger is, of course, going to miss. I was happy to see him in the Masters. He had that one great day on Thursday. He was minus. I mean, that was great. But it was great. I was not seduced into thinking he could win. I never felt he could win. So I'm looking for progress. And how is progress measured? Well, the toll on his body on the hills in Augusta won't be as bad. I've not been to Southern Hills, but I'm told it's an easier walk. So progress is, of course, you got to make the cut, but you don't have to contend. If you finish, it's the best field in golf. If you finish in the top half, to me, that's progress. If on Sunday before they start, you're 8 or 10 behind the leader, to me, that is progress. If you throw a couple of rounds in the 60s, to me, that is progress. And that's what I will look for. And like you, I'll watch every second I can. Let's take a break. every swing. Coming up. How will the Heat adjust to going up against the best team they've played so far, the Boston Celtics? We're going to ask Tim Legler that and how Luka Doncic matches up with the dubs. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to see Phil. Did you see where Jack Nicklaus said the Saudis offered him over $100 million to take that job? Yeah. Turned it down. Pardon the Interruption is brought to you by Verizon. 5G, from the network more people rely on. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Let's dig further into the NBA Conference Finals with our great friend Tim Legler, who Wilbon and I covered when he played in Washington. That's a long time ago. Let's start with this, Tim. Miami beat the Hawks and a diminished Sixers team to get here. What differences are they facing with the Celtics? A much better team, to be fair. And how do you expect them to adapt to that? Yeah, much better, Tony, in very specific ways. They're going to be dealing with something they haven't had to deal with in the previous two rounds. Against Atlanta, you have an elite-level scoring player, Trey Young, but he's a smaller player. And, And I think... 
Now it's a little bit easier to go ahead and commit to him because they didn't have any size on the perimeter that can really create offense. Then you get to Philly, and obviously Embiid was a problem, but he was diminished and limited and dealing with all kinds of stuff. And, and James Harden, as we showed, was not the same player that he once was. And again, he's not a bigger wing that can get his own space in, in the middle area of the floor. In Boston, you've got a couple of guys like that, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. You've got incredible versatility defensively with what they can do and the number of things they can switch when you throw smart into the mix with the two wings I mentioned, Horford, Grant Williams. They can just do things defensively that nobody else can. And if you're Miami, I believe your best opportunity in this series is going to be to play a little bit slower. If this game gets up and down the floor, Boston absolutely guts you with transition threes. It was the formula for success in the previous round. They shot 55 against Milwaukee in the last game, and a lot of those are early clock opportunities playing fast. So I think Miami needs to be a little bit more methodical. It's going to bode them well to see games where first team to 100 has a chance to win. or you know, A 92-88 game would not be a bad thing for the Miami Heat, um, but there's no question Boston is, the, is by far the best team they've played in this postseason. Tim, let's switch over to the West for a second because obviously Mavericks and Warriors start tomorrow night. And I, I think Luka Doncic is one of the five best players in the game. Um, he is becoming transcendent, but I do not see him having the success against Draymond Green and the Warriors in the same way he did against the Suns, who he just bullied. But tell me if you think I'm nuts. Listen, I think Luka Doncic is going to do the same thing, Mike. I think he's going to have similar type of effect. Uh, but the difference, I think, ultimately will be what Golden State is doing on the other end that will give them the edge in this series. But I don't think Luka is going to be diminished or limited or slowed down. He is just such a unique force because of his size, his shooting ability, his playmaking ability. Like The combination of the three make it very difficult to try to get this guy off his game because you can't speed him up. He's too strong for that. I was telling Tony earlier, I, I think I've never seen a guy this good play at this pace and be this unaffected by everything, unaffected by the moment, unaffected by the personnel in front of him, unaffected by the team in front of him. So I think Luka's going to have a monster series. I, I don't think there's any question. He's too good of a player in the style. But I think Golden State is going to win this series on the other end of the floor. They just bring a dimension to number of things you have to guard and deal with that force mistakes when you try to communicate all of that. Tim, even 48 hours after uh, the massacre here in Arizona, people are still not over it. And I haven't heard any explanations that make any sense to me. And I was sitting there watching something I hadn't seen the likes of in 40 years of covering sports. You watched it. You've digested it. What in the hell happened to the Suns? Yeah, there was about a 45-minute stretch there in real time, right, in the second to third quarters where you're just sitting there with your mouth open, not believing what you're watching. Look, I wasn't shocked they got off to a good start, but I kept thinking, all right, Phoenix will go on a run here in the second quarter, and this game will be maybe a 10-point game at halftime, and then here we go, game on in the second half, and it just never happened. And here's what I think happened to them. When Luka Doncic came out the way that he did and operated as easily as he did against this defense and against their best defenders, whether it was Bridges or Crowder or Ayton or Chris Paul or Booker, whoever it was, he did whatever he wanted. And he, in a way, with a smirk on his face, 
with a cocky swagger that I think empowered his entire team. You know, I was a role player in the league, and when my stars were playing great, man, did that make me settle down, and I could stay in my lane and do what I did well. And that's what he did for his entire team. And then what happens when you start to get down 10, 12, 15 at home in the first half, the pressure of the next shot starts to weigh on you. And I think that's what happened to the Phoenix Suns in the second quarter. Guys were thinking, I got to make this shot. And when you start thinking that way, your muscle memory is it interfere, it being interfered with, and that thing snowballs out of control. That really is what I think happened. Luka Doncic's greatness absolutely shocked everybody in that building, and it calmed his own team down. And they were able to go on and have one of the most impressive playoff performances I've really ever seen. Tim, we'll get you out of here on this, and we need it to be a brief answer. You're a Philly guy. You went to LaSalle. If you were in Daryl Morey's shoes right now, what would you do with James Harden? Yeah, Tony, I went to LaSalle and I went to Wharton, too, another Philadelphia school. So I know about <laughs> money and finance, and I don't know that I'd be willing to give a Supermax contract to James Harden based on what I've seen. And I had doubts of coming in because of his past playoff history, but he just showed, I think, the organization, if you commit that to him, you are tied into this with Joel Embiid for the foreseeable future. And I just don't think that is going to be a combination that ultimately breaks through. I think James Harden is a guy that's lost a little bit, and I think he also loses some confidence in those moments. And now you're talking about five years committed to two players without a lot of ability to improve your team. I think that's a mistake. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be with you, Tim. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. University of Pennsylvania shout out. Let's take one last break. Still to come, LeBron reveals his favorite player in in, in basketball or hockey or baseball. Well, he's probably got a favorite player in all of it. The NHL opens round two tonight. Who has the edge, Tone? Which teams have the edge? We go way back with Legler. People don't know. Way back. We go back 30 years with Legler. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Happy time, people. Happy 52nd birthday, Hubert Davis. You think he's got job security now? 
taking North Carolina to the NCAA championship game in his first season coaching, beating Duke twice, sending Mike Krzyzewski home from Cameron, then home from the Final Four. After a 12-year career in the NBA and some quality time on college game day here, Davis returned to his alma mater and sat next to Roy Williams. When old Roy retired, Davis was named head coach, finished 15-5 in the ACC, came into the NCAAs as an eight seed, and ultimately took out a one Baylor, a four UCLA, and a two Duke before losing the championship game to Kansas. And he has four of his five starters from that game returning next season. Hubert Davis scored the most, and I love him, he scored the most bogus points in the history of the New York Knickerbockers. 1994, Game 5 in Madison Square Garden, when he shot and a foul was called on Scottie Pippen with 2.1 left, when the Bulls were going to beat the Knicks and Patrick Ewing without Michael Jordan. And I don't even mention the official's name because it's notorious. Hubert Davis hit the free throws that won that game. Bogus outcome, bogus points forever. Good, Still angry good about Good to see it. that you're not bitter after all this time. Good Hugh to see. Hollins. Happy bitter. anniversary, Jason Kidd. On this day 27 years ago, the Mavericks point guard split the Rookie of the Year award with Grand Hill of Detroit. Kidd had been the second overall draft pick in 1994 out of California and ended up in the Hall of Fame. Kidd played 19 seasons mostly with Dallas and the Nets. He could do everything early on with a basketball except shoot it, but he could pass it. Kidd remained second all-time in assists behind John Stockton. Kid started coaching after playing. He coached Brooklyn for one year and Milwaukee for four, and he's back in Dallas now. We led the Mavericks past Utah and Phoenix so far, and he's gotten consistently brilliant play from Luka Doncic. He had a great season coaching. He just didn't get consistent play from Luka Doncic. He helped produce it, in part by challenging Luka Doncic in a way that very few head coaches now can challenge sort of the iconic franchise player. Jason Kidd did that. By the way, he and Grant Hill, two of the great minds of their generation or any generation when it comes to basketball. Jason Kidd ever make a shot to beat the Bulls that was bogus? Happy trails no, to Rangers fans buying tickets to attend games in Raleigh. Small town provincial goobers res- representing the Carolina Hurricanes are attempting to prevent New York Rangers fans from entering whatever the name of the local ice rink is in Raleigh for the upcoming playoff series. The Hurricanes are restricting ticket sales to credit cards with a billing address of North Carolina, South Carolina, and Southern Virginia for games one and two, and if necessary, five and seven. This cheap stunt has been tried by other insecure franchises. The way around it is to purchase tickets on secondary sites such as StubHub and SeatGeek. Tickets are more expensive this way, but New Yorkers can pay up and won't pull the same crapahoola in New York because they have a greater sense of fairness. I don't know about fairness. It's just cheesy. Suppose you're a fan of that team and you happen to move somewhere and relocate. You work in that other area. They're going to ban you. It's just dumb, stupid, cheesy, and lazy. And I'm glad you agree with that. It's, it's I-95 hate crime on I-95, really. Let's go to the big finish. LeBron tweeted that Luka is his favorite player. Are you surprised? No, Luka's a lot of people's favorite player. This is going to grow. It could. In this next round of the playoffs, Astro starter Jake Odorizzi was stretchered out of last night's game with lower leg discomfort. That's significant, isn't it? I watched that. He was on his way to cover first. He went down. He's in tremendous pain. He's got a 3-1-3 ERA. Woo. PSG has reportedly given up on Kylian Mbappe and believes he's gone to Real Madrid. Is that a big deal, Mr. Soccer? If you consider the maybe the best player in the world going elsewhere, yes, that's a big deal. 
Winnipeg Jets are interviewing Barry Trotz. Is Trotzy a good fit there? Good fit anywhere. He's the best coach out there. Last one, NHL playoffs game ones tonight. Lightning at Panthers, Blues at Avalanche. Who you got? Avalanche, you got? and I don't care about the SEC series. I don't care about the SEC NHL series. Don't care about that one. Your, your bitterness is killing us. We're out of time. We'll try to do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Just angering people in Florida. I like that. I'm Mike Will by the same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. Check out NBA Countdown at 70 so you head of Celtics Heat Game 1. And now, here's SportsCenter. Dr. K, my eye doctor, thank you. <laughs>